Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hello, everyone. Except Paul. Except Paul, because he is on a call that he thinks is more important than this right now. Shows your priorities. Shows priorities. Uh, (laughs) But he said he'll join back in at some point. We'll see if that's the reality. Pat, uh, a lot's been going on. Actually, I have one big story that I want to get to. Is it about Jordan? It's not about the past wedding. Well, it's it had to do with this past weekend, which okay. I was at a wedding for Nadraj Jordan, who was a former guest on the show when we talked about shoes. the LeVar Ball shoes. Yeah. Yes. He's been on the show before. So I was at his wedding this past weekend in Milwaukee, but I'll get to the wedding stuff later. To start off, I want to talk about the story that happened starting at the end of the wedding. Okay, you mean the end of the wedding ceremony or reception? Reception. Okay. So starting the end of reception, it was, uh, I don't know, maybe it was 1 a.m. Okay, and the everybody in the wedding party, had, or everybody in the wedding had said, oh, we're going back to the bar at the, at the hotel if nice. you want to do that. And so I thought about doing that, but the last wedding I went to two weeks ago, uh, people did that and ended up nothing really happened, right? It was just kind of like at that point I was like, all right, I wish I would have just gone back. Like everybody went there, kind of got one drink. Everybody was tired from a long day and just went to bed. Mm-hmm. So I, instead of doing that, we're like, hey, let's not do that. Let's just go back to our hotel. So I had to get a hotel that was on the south side of Milwaukee because this wedding was during Summerfest. And originally I had thought that I could stay with some friends, but all the friends like we already had people staying there, like, you know, whatever. So I had to get it. Yeah, uh, Summerfest had booked like all of the hotel rooms basically in, for the, sure. in the Milwaukee I went, proper area. When I, last time I went to Milwaukee, it was yeah. just for a baseball game. Yeah. And no particular thing going on. It was in September. Could not get a room to save my life. Yeah. Yeah. So similar type of thing here. So I had to get a room near the airport. And even that place was booked by the time like I actually checked in. Like, I, I mean, I already paid for it, so it all worked out. But I mean, like, I heard him say to somebody else that it was fully booked. Even, like, the airport ones were fully booked. So, <laughs> were they laughing at you? Were you calling and they were laughing? Have you ever had that happen Oh, no, no. Luckily, no. I was doing this all online. So there okay. I was no uh, virtual – like, virtual shaming is probably the next thing. Like, I go to book a room and then, like, Expedia just gives me the, uh, like, laughing emoji. Yeah. That would probably be the, you know, equivalent of them just saying, ha-ha, yeah, not a chance. So we have to go from basically downtown Milwaukee. This was near the Milwaukee Arts Center. And had to go down to the south side, maybe like a 10, eight, 10 mile drive. Okay, so at one in the morning, Uber and Lyft were over forty dollars to make this Yikes. like fifteen minute drive. So Saturday night. Saturday night makes sense. Yeah, but I'm like, don't want to do that, right? No. Obviously, so no, you don't want to. You don't but want that's to. like your only option. Well, 
it wasn't. Oh, so did you take a scooter? No, a scooter would have been amazing. <laughs> they don't have they don't they don't have the scooters in Milwaukee. So you get a DUI on those things? Actually, that that just happened. Yeah. I just saw an article the other day that the first DUI on a scooter happened. There you go. Uh, some girl. There was a. Do not drink and scoot. No, there was a guy that got a DUI on a lawnmower in Southern Illinois, near my relatives relatives place. So yeah, it's it. You can get one on on anything. And there's also nothing more sad than seeing somebody bike. Like, there's two p- type of bikers, right? There's, like, people biking because they want to bike, and then there's the other people biking that you can tell are biking only because they don't have a license anymore, mm-hmm. and they're carrying, like, the six-pack on their handlebars. I have not seen that. Oh, that's uh, – usually it would be a guy in his, um, I don't know, maybe mid to upper 40s riding, like, a teenager's BMX bike. Oh, jeez. And then with a six-pack hanging on the on the handle. That's Sounds like bad That's news. the sad bikers, yeah. <laughs> you see them over here, don't you? <laughs> I, I have seen some over yeah, here in bet. this area where I work. Um, but I've seen a – you start – you'll notice a big difference between those people and the uh, the guys that are biking to work with the helmets. And right. The, yeah, the yeah, fancy bikes, the fixed gears. Collared shirt. Hippie guys or yeah. any of those type of stuff. The so. guys who wear jackets in the summer. Too those, much. Those are like the no. Those are like the guys that like I imagine having the six pack. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they got like the jean jacket. It's yes, ninety yes, degrees yes. outside. It's yes. like what the jean what, or leather jacket. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Just toss that shit in the trash. Yeah, too hot. So, I what I ended up doing is I saw a taxi pulled on the side. Was it cheaper? I went up to the guy and I said, "How much would it be to get me to the airport?" And he said, "25 bucks." So I'm like, "Boom." There you go, right? First class. Haven't done a taxi in a while. Felt very, uh, you know, old school. How did it smell? Smelled fine. Yeah. S- felt uh, Smelled fine. Um, some would say that I'm, you know, very old soul, and so that's how I felt uh, in the taxi cab. <laughs> Last time I was in a taxi was Las Vegas because, like, that was, like, the only way, I guess, out of the airport. Yeah. Well, I've, I know what you're saying. Sometimes that is the better option. So I think... Is it that that Las Vegas one where you have to walk really far to get to the Ubers? Like some of them have the Uber or Lyft pickup is like a long way to walk away. Or it's, it's not take worth it. Like a shuttle. Yeah, something. I remember something weird at the Las Vegas one. So I, uh, I so I went. I'm like twenty five bucks. Good deal. Get in the guy's uh, taxi, and we're driving. You know, not much conversation between me and him. So we get to the place, and. We get out of the car, and then I'm inside the hotel room. Maybe about 15 minutes later, I notice that my phone is not there. Oh, shit. So I say, well, maybe I just left it in my room somewhere. Maybe I set it down somewhere stupidly. I have been drinking some to this point, but I was not, like, wasted. Yeah, I was, I you know, drink throughout the day somewhat, but not, like, I wasn't, like, wasted here. You paced I yourself? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was, I was functioning. I was fully functioning. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, I still was like, maybe I could have set it down, not paid attention to what I was doing. So search everything, right? Maybe another another five, ten minutes goes by. So maybe this is like 20 minutes after I get dropped off. And I'm like, it's it's definitely not here. So I'm like, there's two options. Either it fell out of my pocket. Because I had looked at the Uber prices before I left, right? You always got to think, where's the last time you saw your phone? Yeah. So I knew I'd seen it when I was going to look up how much it was. So I either it fell out of my pocket when I was sitting down, like looking at Ubers, or either it fell out of my pocket in the taxi, which I thought was more likely. Right, so now I'm like, well, I, I don't have any information on this, <laughs> right? I flagged this, I flagged this guy down. Yeah, so I get on Chase, uh, Chase's app, and I not with my phone, obviously, 
So I get on Chase's app and I am able and I log on to my th- account and I see that it was from this yellow cab company or whatever, right? So then I look up the yellow cab company and I call them. This is all on my girlfriend's phone. This is not on my phone. So I see their I see their number and I call their number and I'm like, hey, uh, I just lost my phone, I think, in one of your cabs. Uh, you know, the guy, and she's like, where do you pick you up? And I'm like, there, you know, and, you know, I, I told her the place where you dropped me off. And she's like, all right, we'll send a notification to all the drivers. Call back in 15 minutes. So I did this for the next four or five 15-minute intervals. Yikes. <laughs> so at this point, it's after 2 a.m. Okay. And I'm just like, I gave up. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Randomly, randomly, uh, I uh, Amy remembers that the taxi was taxi 253. And I don't know. I That made no, you know, I didn't look at what taxi it was. So I call and I, you know, we're like, hey, uh, was taxi 253 available tonight? And she says, the lady on the phone at the taxi company says, oh, 253 was working uh, tonight and he stopped about an hour ago. And I'm like, okay, that's got to be the guy, right? I mean, oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, okay, at least we have a taxi number, but they can't contact. Apparently, they can't contact them unless they're working. Okay. They don't have their cell phones or personal information. They can't do that, and they want to give me his information. So she's like, basically, uh, call back tomorrow or go back and go back to the lost and found tomorrow at our taxi location, and hopefully he dropped it off or somebody dropped it off. So I'm like, I'm screwed, right? Even even knowing what taxi was, I still feel like I'm screwed here. Because I didn't have a receipt, so luckily we had the taxi number. Just randomly thought of it. So the next morning, uh, we get in contact with this guy that apparently knows a lot about Android products, which you have and I have. Yes. So there apparently is an app through Google that allows you to track your phone, which I only thought was on uh, Apple's. Were you f- familiar with this? No, it would have been nice a couple months yes. ago. So I, I'll I'll send you the link to this uh, app. Actually, I don't even have my phone out to get it to you, but I'll send it to you for future reference because it's it legit works like how the iPhone one does. Okay. You can you can secure it device. You can ping as long as it, the battery's on. It, you can ping and tell people to call it, or you leave a message on it, or you can. I had no idea this existed um, until like two days ago. So or this is yesterday. So it tracks my phone to this random like lofts in Milwaukee. I don't know some. I don't whatever it was. It was some Lakeview. I don't remember. Somewhere on the lake, some some apartment complex. Taxi driver's doing well, huh? So well, that's what I'm like. I'm like, I don't think the taxi driver would live here. So I'm like, so maybe it fell out of my pocket. Somebody brought it to some place, right? So I track it, and it my phone still had a little bit of battery left. I had the message on there like, hey, please call it if it's this. So anyway, first thing you do in the morning, Drive and I didn't get this information until the morning, like where the phone was, right? That the person didn't get back to me with what this tracking app did until the morning. So, um, I drive to this place in Milwaukee, like 15 minutes away, kind of south, kind of south side of the city. It was actually a little bit southwest of kind of where the Summerfest area was. Not, um, anyway, go there and these apartments kind of look nice. And I, I pull up to the main entrance and there's this guy that kind of looks like, um, CeeLo Green. Okay. A CeeLo Green looking guy, right? So <laughs> he is walking into this apartment complex as I'm walking in. And I'm like, hey, you know, do you know if they have a lost and found here? And that kind of thing. He's like, well, if they have a lost and found, it's not open until Monday because the, the oh, office is God. closed on Saturdays and Sundays. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, and then I told him, like, hey, I, you know, I lost my phone last night. It fell in my pocket. And I tracked it to this building. And I know it's here somewhere because it registered here like 20 minutes ago. 
And so the guy's like, yeah, you know what? Let me let me get one of your numbers, and then I'll uh, I'll give you a call if I, somebody ends up finding it. So I'm, and the guy was being very overly nice. Like could have just said, sorry, man, don't know, you know, whatever, and left. So I'm like, okay, you know, I really appreciate it. Here's my number. So then just in case, I get in the car and I drive to the back because there's more parking spots in the back. Little alone do I see cab 253 yeah. is sitting there. Sheesh. I look in the back seat of Cap 253, my phone is sitting in the back seat. You break in? No. So <laughs> I thought about that. So I was like, man, do I call my dad and see if AAA can break in the car or what do I do, right? So I go and I, I, I <laughs> like ripped a page out of a book. I ripped a page off of like a Dyson uh, owner's manual, uh, Dyson vacuum nice. owner's manual. So anyway, I just wrote these notes, like multiple spots on the car and just wrote like, hey, uh, my phone's in the back seat. Call me and I'll pick it up. Put on the thing. As I'm, so I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to sit here all day. Maybe this guy doesn't have another taxi ride for another three days. You know, maybe he just works on like Saturday or Friday, Saturday and does a different job during the day. Right. And this cab company is telling me they can't contact him until he's in the car. So I'm, and then, you know, all I know is he forgets about it. He drives, somebody else picks it up. I never see, you know, there's a lot of things. And so it's so frustrating seeing it through the glass. I'm like, I don't know what to do. As we're pulling out of the place, this is maybe like 20 minutes since I had met the CeeLo Green guy, CeeLo Green guy at the beginning he's also leaving in his car and he's like hey how's it going you know you're like howdy partner says hi to us with our boat windows are open and we're like oh we actually found my phone back there and he's like oh your phone's in the one of the taxis and i'm like yeah i can see it and he's like oh i know the taxi driver like i know the guy that like hired all these taxi drivers to come here from africa and i'm like uh, sweet. He's like, I could like knock on his door and see if they could let you in. And I'm like, that would be. And he was the nicest guy. Shout out to C. Logan. Yeah, shout out to C. Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So he turns around. He was obviously leaving to go somewhere else. He turns around in his car. We go back into the apartment complex. He walks me over to this random guy's apartment. We're knocking on this guy's door, and this guy was apparently like this boss guy. And then he's like, you know, he explains to him what's going on. That guy knocks on some other lady's door. That lady knocks on some other guy's door. And that guy opens up, and it was my taxi driver from the night before. Hey, and guy. The, and that guy <laughs> was in his towel. Oh he was just about to shower. God. Just about to shower in his towel. And then, like, they explain what's going on. My phone's in the back seat. And he looks over. He's like, oh, hey, from last night. Yeah, you were with the girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, that's me. So... Finally, uh, this guy, yeah, instead of <laughs> taking a shower, he gives us the keys. We go out. I get my phone. But it was like the most crazy series of events of how I ended up getting my phone back. And it's not even a good phone. I need to get a new phone. It's old falling it? apart. It's like three years old. And, yeah. like, the power doesn't work. The aux cord doesn't work. Uh, I can only charge it on the portable charger. It was to show you how much you need a phone, though. Yeah. Well, and it was like, and it was more like I knew I could get a new phone and probably keep my same number, but I knew that like all I was going to lose all my photo, like a lot of stuff I hadn't backed up. And so I was feeling just upset. You know, I was like, yeah, you do need, again, you need your phone. Every, a lot of things would have been super annoying. I went 10 days, Jared. Yes, that was bad. That was bad. And you didn't do podcasts during that time. I didn't. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I kind of get a hold of you. Oh. Um, so, anyways, it's crazy. Series, but the whole point of it, though, is that the guy was just, overly nice and it really just made my day and the guy didn't want anything in return he just like it's like here you go man and then he just left and i like i you know i had like some money i wanted to offer him and he left i gave the money just like some other guy the one the guy that the taxi driver oh I but see. not the guy that made the whole thing happen 
And it just like really like that thing that that guy did made such a difference into just my week, my day, just how the weekend went overall. And sure. so, uh, yeah, shout out to CeeLo. We would not be potting right now. It would have been much harder to pod uh, today. I, I Hopefully, I, ideally, I would have made it work. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. So, there you go. That was my that was my uh, story for getting my phone, and that's why part of the reason I'm able to do this here. Man. is See? Like, I dropped mine. You dropped yours. Yeah. They got to get, like a way to keychain these to your like fucking jeans or something. Yeah, you want the old like uh the wallet chain that they used to have. Yeah. <laughs> but for your phone. God, those were uh, my uncle had one of those. That's gangster. Yeah, it was gangster. Nice. But he was doing it more on the punk side. Oh, like a motorcycle guy. More or? just like uh 90s uh like ear piercing and that kind of more like actual punk. Not not so much like he didn't have more it wasn't probably even old enough to have a motorcycle, but I just remember him having the chain and the yeah, that can, you know. Yeah, as, as I'm uh, kind of embarrassed to say that I had one of those <laughs> <laughs> for how long? Uh, freshman year of college. Is it? Do you think it's almost easier to steal somebody's stuff with that? Because they have like now they're walking past, they can just grab. Was it fairly secure to the chain? Well, yeah, you clip it on your your pants. And then where was the other loop? Was it, it, it in goes the in wallet? your pocket? The, well, the loop, the the other side is connected to the wallet, right? No. Well, yes. Yeah, but how is it connected to the wall? Like, is it through the, like through the middle part? Like, it had it. It was actually like sewn on. I would have to show you when I go home. Okay, okay. But you were saying it was effective. You could get it out easily. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he just, yeah, it looks. Uh, I feel. I feel like that's a. Most people don't know. Like people that are maybe like two or three years, maybe like twenty five or younger, might not even know what a chain wall is. Probably not. No. Yeah, because it wasn't even really that in our era that much. You were, you know. You're a renaissance man for having that, Pat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what's been going on with you? I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. Oh, boy. So Sunday was not a great day for me. Yeah. Um, there was almost like a three-hour rain delay Oh. at the uh, baseball game. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious, how long do you wait before you, like, go home? If I was paying for the game? Yes. It would depend on the seats that I had. Okay. If I was, I've had box seats where the game got, was delayed for, I think, an hour and a half, and I stayed in there because I'm getting free food and drinks. Sure. Yeah, and I'm, you can watch other things on the TV. That seems appropriate. Yes. If I had paid, I don't know what the amount of money is, but if I had paid enough to be, like, in the first, like, maybe four or five rows, then I think I would probably stay. But if you're, then you're sitting there for three hours in the rain, right? Yeah. <laughs> so th- these are, these are the kind of people that kind of make me cringe a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, at this point, it's been three hours. Yeah. Most of the people have left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Obviously, the organization wants people to stay. Yeah. Because, you know, then you're generating more revenue. Concessions. With the concessions yeah. and whatnot. And it's good for the team, too. But mm-hmm. um, these kind of people who the grounds crew comes out and starts rolling off the tarp and they start clapping <laughs> and cheering – I'm like, oh, my God, man. You obviously have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, oh, just it's like just Mickey Mouse bullshit. It yeah, drives me nuts. Well, that's it's got to be the same sort of people that clap after a plane lands. That is yes. exactly what someone told me yeah. when I told them that <laughs> I can't stand when they do that. Yeah. I, some people really do need more things to do. I think so. I feel and like it was a Sunday, too. Like, just thinking, like, oh, you know, got work tomorrow. Yeah. 
stock here. Yeah. It's like they're <laughs> going to do everything they can to play this. Yeah. It's oh, so frustrating. Maybe they're like, if I go back home, I have responsibilities I have to do, so I want to delay this as long as I can. Some people do that with golf, right? Like I, I, I like golfing, and I could – like nine holes is probably the perfect amount of time for me to golf. Sometimes you're golfing eight, 18 holes. If you're behind somebody, a group that's slow, it's five hours. And, yeah. like, I don't have just a lot of times just five hours to, you know, give away on a weekend. You just quit at, like, hole 14? I've never, like, I very rarely quit it early unless I had, like, another thing lined up after. But it's just one of those things that, like, I don't go as often as I'd like to just because I know I just – I always have other stuff that I, like, feel more of a priority to me than, like, doing that for the most part. Every once in a while I'll still go. But, I mean, it's just, like, to do a full 18 is a lot. Yeah, the one time I did that, it ended up being like five hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same sort of thing. Like that, that guy's gonna spend seven hours at a baseball game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a long time. And think of how much you are spending a ton of money on concessions. So I can see why a stadium would want to stay open. And you know, in between, well, when the rain delay is going on, yeah. the only thing they put up there on this uh, scoreboard is out of town games. Yeah, but there's no audio. It's just like the organ playing that's in the rough. background. I would much rather. It's like I don't think yeah. I could sit. No. With like someone for three hours getting wet, no, looking at a game that's irrelevant to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I can't do it. I don't yeah. know if it's because of how many games I've sat through. Yes, and because, you know, I'm there because it's my job. Mm-hmm. But I think, unless it was like, a very impactful game to like make the postseason mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. I think I'm out in like an hour. Yes, I would say especially with how many games there are in baseball. If you're talking like a Bears game, that's a little different story, right? They've got eight home games, yeah. and but even three hours would still be a long time. But There's I, ten times as many baseball games as football Exactly. Games. So a baseball one delayed three hours, it would be really hard unless I was in a box, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And what am I, yeah, I'm not going to sit, stand up, stand up, and I'm not going to get rained on for three hours, and I don't want to stand up for three hours either. So it's like... Right. <laughs> Unless you're underneath some sort of part that's shaded, it seems that seems tough. But yeah, uh, well, hopefully this weather's been so annoying in Chicago. Hopefully, it like just has a normal summer for a little bit. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's just raining. Yeah. like every other day. Yeah. But now today it's finally it's hot, and I'm coming here. Yeah. And uh, it's impossible to get in here. It's like 90 degrees in my car. Yeah. So you could imagine on the way over yeah. here, I was hitting <laughs> hitting the steering wheel a couple times. Yeah, I could imagine. You know what? I just sort of woke up in a parking lot. I don't really remember the details too much. Okay, I went to a uh, this a restaurant. This was actually a couple weeks ago, but I was with a group of 12. They sat us down into two separate tables of six. So really, it's two parties of six, right? I it's guess. not a party of 12. Did you guys make a reservation? No. We oh, just walked in. That makes sense. Yeah, we just walked in, and they said, all right, six of you over here, six over here. This guy, the waiter was so bad. Just so, like, took so long. How old? Uh, not that old. I mean, no. maybe, like, uh, in his 40s. Okay. So, yeah, we're not talking about, like, a, you know, senior citizen that's have, using a cane to, like, carry the stuff over type of thing, right? Yeah. Like, the tray isn't on his walker. As I've worked with waiters and waitresses. They can are, be very impatient people. Yeah. So, <laughs> this guy had, like, just served like every other table before us even the our other group of six had all gotten their food before we had even ordered Ooh! and we're like what is going on so we were like this guy was like really annoying and anyway we get the bill back and i had noticed that gratuity was included because it said for parties of 12 or more 
that it that it put at like twenty or twenty two percent automatically attached it to our bill. Okay. Even though each person got their own individual check, he added the twenty percent to each individual person's thing. Even though, because it, it said a gratuity added for parties of twelve or more, we were two separate parties of six. But he does the twelve or more. Does the twenty percent? Everybody was going to be. Everybody was was um was not planning on doing the twenty percent because this guy was very bad. Yeah. Right. You know, typically what they say like. What do people do? Like maybe you're on 15 for not, you know, not as good service, and 20 percent for better service, or whatever you're feeling. Right? That makes so, sense. So, anyway, this guy, this is very bad service. And so you were pissed that he decided to include yes. the good service but tip, yes, even though it technically wasn't. Yes, and then on top of that, he added um, a a gratuity, a another line that said gratuity. Oh, so like give more? Yes. Okay. And so some people didn't see that it was already included in the thing because it didn't it wasn't clear unless you read like it was small. So some people had added more and already given it back by the time we're like, hey, you didn't add any more. And they're like, oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. So it's just like a sleazy way to like sneak it by some people. What did he look like? Um, he kind of looked like, uh, hmm. There's a guy that works at this. <laughs> you know the guy that works at the. Um, the Marcus Theater near my house. That's what he looked like. The guy that <laughs> now you don't know. Totally, nobody knows who this guy is. But that's who. He, um, maybe the. You know what? Uh, if I'm just going to pick a random like TV character, the uh, Newman from Seinfeld, oh. similar to that. You guys had characters yeah. in your town too. Yes, we had Clown Lady at yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Clown Lady. She was something it was else. Clown Lady and yeah. Swinger Girl. Uh oh, what were they like? Uh, clown Lady just sounded like a clown. Okay. She, You'd hear her through the intercom. Yeah, she go, "Welcome to Taco Bell. How may I help you?" <laughs> just way, yeah, way and too much. We thought Swinger Girl was a ghost because this girl would just come to this park, put on her headphones, and just start swinging. Oh no! And then she would disappear. It would be like okay at night when there's no lights. Yeah, I was thinking a different type of swinging. No, not but, not okay. a fun way. Okay, <laughs> it's just crazy. Literally, a grown away. woman c- comes to a park and just starts swinging yes. on the swings yes. by herself. Oh god, this is really weird. Oh god, I think it's a ghost. Yeah, and you can't have a favorite Iron Chef. It depends entirely on the secret ingredient. Sometimes I feel you don't know food at all. I want to go over this. Uh, the review. I forgot that I didn't do. Yeah, the I thought you were dodging it again. No, I wasn't. I actually just had forgotten about it. Till okay. Okay. So we're gonna go through one I by one. I wore my wristband. Nice. I did notice that. Yes. That's actually what reminded me. So I'm glad. Yes. You got it. <laughs> I'm glad you wore it. So uh, this is the. I lost the bet with Pat uh, between Cubs and Sox. The Cubs lost, so I had to review the album "Appetite for Destruction" by Guns N' Roses, Pat's favorite band. And this is apparently everybody's favorite album from Guns N' Roses, and. I get it because a lot of their hits are on this. So, the first song in the album is Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, it is. My thought is very fitting to have a song with Welcome in the name as the intro song. Okay. Right? Also, very good pump-up song. I would say one of the best just like, you know, everything about it is just a... It's played at sports arenas. It's played at sports arenas. Yeah. It's very popular for that reason. It's a very... It, like, it has one of those just beats that is able to get... It's an upbeat. I am back... That song is about Axl Rose arriving in Hollywood. So Wait, what? Uh, we're talking about Welcome to the I Jungle say right Los now. Angeles. Oh, Welcome to the Jungle. Yep. Okay. That's the first song on the album. So yes, it's about him arriving, and 
and so all these songs were kind of like different stories for the different guys, right? They, I mean, I read through is like different guys in Guns N' Roses kind of wrote. It's not like one person wrote all of these songs. They all kind of split it up from what I could see. And that album, yes. Yes. The uh, main contributor to most of the early songs was Izzy Stradlin, who okay. was the rhythm guitar player. Yep. And um, he was the second original member out of the band. He quit. Ooh. Was that a big mistake for him? He's just really weird. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah. like okay. when you think of a gypsy. Yeah. That's who okay. he is. So I said, you know, obviously everybody knows this song. This is a classic. Uh, I like it. Top tier for me. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Number two is It's So Easy. That's one of your favorites? I love that song. Oh, man. Here's what my, gave it a bad review. Here's what my thought was it. I thought that I didn't love the cowbell in it. I thought the cowbell in it cheapened it a little bit. That's your thought? I had that. I, I liked the bridge. There was kind of like the, uh, do you remember the bridge? I mean, I can't remember it. I just, these are my notes. So I'm trying to think of what I it was. I see you standing there. The way they the way they had like the music and uh, the vocals at the same time, I liked kind of after the chorus, you yeah. know. So but the, my only thought is it was a little underground sounding compared to some of the other stuff like it didn't sound as produced as some of the other songs it is a much better song live okay i will say that that's what they open up all their shows with okay so yeah that one sound and i could totally see that um but like there is uh yeah that one just felt different than a lot of the other songs on this and maybe it's because you know some are played a lot more and some aren't played as much like this one I've never heard on the radio or anything like that, right? They wouldn't put they can't play that song on well, the radio. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just you know, that's just you, like some of them sound more produced probably because a lot of them probably are a little more remastered just for being played some I don't know. Who knows? And then we've talked about Night Train. That's fine. We yeah. don't have to yeah, revisit it. Okay. Generic, yeah, I thought it was a little generic. Pat says that's that's everything. That's uh <laughs> that's, that's the fan club. That's the fan club. Close the yeah. first set of the concert. Okay. Jared thinks it sucks. Yep. Okay. Uh, number four is Out to Get Me. Uh, this was kind of a little uh, rebellious rant. I thought it was a little rebellious of a song, right? You're trying to, like, uh, everybody's out to get them, <laughs> as, the, as, the, as the thing says. I actually really like this song. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of not one that I was familiar with, but... You would also not hear that one on the radio. Yes. A lot of these you easily couldn't. No. Yeah. Um, just because they don't, the lyrics just don't uh, appeal to that. But uh, this one was yeah, kind of like one of those ones that I had never heard before, and I I liked it a lot. Kind of just uh, a little different vibe, some from like, you know, very different vibe from, you know, Sweet Child of Mine. But so they play that song. Um, the original drummer's not in the band, but he yeah. made um, a guest spot at a couple of shows. Okay, that was the song that he did in Nashville and Los Angeles. So it must be somewhat important to him i guess okay i don't know then there was mr brownstone was was number five on there this is one of my favorites i was gonna say this was the best intro out of all the songs uh and i thought it was a very solid song overall and this one is about i can't someone with drugs right this is uh mr brownstone is heroin yeah yep and but that's kind of subtle in it it's not like that overly. Was the, that was the street name in Los Angeles for it at the time. Okay, so that makes were, sense because it, it they was, were all addicted to heroin. I like picked time. it. Okay, because I picked it up, and then, uh, it, but it was like it. It was more. It was very subtle uh, to it. So, and I really like the intro to that one. My favorite line is that old man. He's a real motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Number six is Paradise City. Yes. So, uh, Paul, you know Paradise City. 
Take me down to the yeah, Paradise take, City. Yeah, take me down. Yeah. Paradise City. Bleep, blop, bloop. Yep. Yeah. Bleep, blop, blop. So <laughs> this is, uh, I would say, probably the most memorable guitar riff. It's like one of those ones you could just hear a couple. You could hear like. Which you know, one? Uh, intro, verse. Intro. Solo. Maybe intro or. Outro. Maybe intro, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. You could hear the first five seconds of that song and know what song it was right away. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like. I listen to that song every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, Pat, in college, everybody had to draw a picture of something that was important to them. And oh, you drew my a picture God. of Paradise City. How do you even think of that? On uh, what class was that? I don't. I don't know, but it was had to be a pretty bullshit. That was the same class. Cl- that was the same <laughs> class where we had to watch the Katy Perry music video. Yes. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah, we had to watch it. Yes, whatever that was, we should not have been paying the money we were paying no. to, to be in that class. That was a joke. That was a joke for class. I drew a picture of my bug because oh. it was like the only thing that I could draw. You drew Paradise City, which you said your Paradise City was Chicago. I remember you saying that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember and I still saying have that. The picture. You still no, have the picture. No, have it's picture on. Right I, I actually know where it is. <laughs> yeah, you have it somewhere on Facebook. <laughs> I do. Okay, all right, that's a fight, baby. All right, uh, the next one is number seven, my Michelle. So this one is like, this is some this is some hard hitting like lyrics and storyline in this, uh, it, and apparently this is a real story about a girl named yes uh, Michelle, and. This is like her actual story, and she was apparently upset about this when it first came out, and then later was like what kind of okay be? with it. Yes, it's about her basically like having a horrible life, and <laughs> it basically it doesn't not really any positives about her. I love the uh, intro to that song. It's very dark. Yeah, I my thought is though I wanted a little more out of the guitar. I thought the instrumentals were a little lackluster. Hmm. Like maybe they focused a little bit on the lyrics and not as much on the on the instrumentals of this. Uh, having played that song, I guess it's not too complicated yeah. since I can play it. I was saying just compared to some of their other stuff. Yeah, it's you know, it's not it's, the, it's obviously not the best song on the album. Yeah. So, but when people ask me what's my favorite song, I always tell them one through seven. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Okay, so the next is number eight, which is "Think About You." It's the worst. And song I was gonna say album. repetitive. That was my line in here. Yeah. Uh, they just basically say "think about you" like a million times in this in this thing. If I skip any song, it's usually that one. Okay, this was also my least favorite on the. On, well, I said "Night Train" was yeah. my least favorite. This was this. Um, let's see. Yeah, th- this. I mean, this was and my second. This was my second least. Yeah. Anyway, "Think About You." Other, I don't really have much to say other than I thought it was repetitive. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Next is number nine, "Sweet Child of Mine." I actually thought this was the best intro on the album. Well, one of the best. There's a lot of... Actually, now I realize Guns N' Roses has a lot of good leading up to the song. Like, the song starts away hot. Like, the song starts, you know, right away. You know what song you're listening to, and it's like they do a good way of... A a lot of songs are just so... Like, maybe there's a huge pause, or maybe it's, like, super low, and then it finally builds up to it, but it's 30 seconds into the song. I'm trying to think of like the biggest example of that is maybe like Bittersweet Symphony, the 90s oh song. Oh my god, Remember that is such that, a slow start. How it yeah, like this is Guns N' Roses doesn't do that. No. Yeah. So and Sweet Child of Mine, everybody knows this one. Uh you're not a huge fan of this one, Pat? No, I like this one. Yeah, but just maybe overplayed in your I don't think it's overplayed. Okay. I do I will say this. Uh Stadium DJ I know went to see him at Soldier Field. Yeah. He told me that that was the part of the show he got up to take a leak. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So, so some people don't have a high opinion on it, but no, yeah. I've always loved that song. Okay. Number 10 is You're Crazy. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah I love it. So I said a nice upbeat energy. Uh, I kind of liked uh, the, uh, but I said, I said just overall okay. Okay. I thought it was kind of like middle tier for me. They I didn't dislike it. They remade that song on the next album. Okay. Uh, acoustic version. It was it better as acoustic? I like the acoustic version better. Okay. So I'll have to check that out. But this was just for this album, so don't uh, <laughs> don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, but that is good to know. Um, but I liked. I kind of liked the vibes of the song overall. But I just thought overall it was just uh, okay. But I like kind of like where the beat was going. Okay. Uh, anything Goes. Second least favorite song. I said, seems like a filler song, <laughs> <laughs> like a background song that you'd hear, like in, in, like I don't know, somewhere you'd be, like just playing in the background. The, the really weird intro. Yes. Like the first couple times, like when I was a kid and I was listening to that yeah. album, I would usually skip that song because I was not into the intro. It wasn't until I got older that yeah. I actually wanted to, like, you know, sort of review the album myself. Yeah. That I finally got into the song. And yeah. It's like just totally goes in another direction yeah. which isn't bad but mm-hmm. like i said second least favorite song on that I, album i like the ending of that one a lot more than i like the beginning that's okay. what i wrote also in my notes uh the last one is rocket queen there's two people having sex on that track i, I have that in my notes so steed uh in this song there is actually moaning in the middle of the song which i thought was a mistake at first and then i realized no that was legit it's apparently a girl named adriana smith and she was actually having sex with Axl Rose. She was dating Steven, the drummer at the time. And yeah, she was dating different that was guy. A, that was a live recording. A live recording. They talked. There was an engineer that talked about having to like go in there, and then he had to adjust the mics at one point because they had knocked it over. Yeah, and she was dating like like uh, Pat just said, dating one of the other guys in the band at the time. But they were kind of broken up. I, like, it's really cool when they play that song live because the video boards they're showing two skeletons like just banging doggy yeah. style. Oh, I that's what I was wondering. How? What, that was my next notes. How do they do yeah, it live? That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for chiming in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that part. It's like, a good riff. I slash plays. It's a good riff. I I like that song a lot. Yeah. It's it was that was interesting to me because I was just like I don't like the way the song ends. It kind of like goes from like a, a hard rock song to they kind of like slow it down, like try and put like a twist on it. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, and it's different to have. It's an interesting yeah, way yeah. to close out the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it very uh, different from yeah. Welcome to Jungle. This kind of does kind of transition out well. So I uh, then yeah, very so yeah. This Adriana Smith got a crazy story that she's just forever on this album as you know. Yeah, it, gotta do what you tell gotta your do. grandkids. Yeah, tell your grandkids. Kids. Don't listen to Guns N' Roses album. Actually, don't <laughs> listen to it. Uh, so yeah, you liked it though, Jared. I did like it. I did like it, and good. I think that was a good choice of albums because I, I I recognized a good amount, and there were some other ones that I hadn't known as much. And yeah, I would say overall solid. They album. had two different album covers. The first one they had to stop because it was inappropriate. Oh, okay. yeah, I didn't see that one. Which is cool, but I like the second one a lot. That's like one of my favorite um, sort of rock logos. Yeah. I know my sister stole my T-shirt once. Yeah. And she went to some festival in Chicago, and everyone kept stopping tell her she had a badass t-shirt on (laughs) when she told me that i'm like well it's not yours yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh steed what is something you wanted to get to i'm i'm sorry papa but i will be putting one in my butt what what do you guys think about the controversy surrounding the song one in a million 
by Guns N' Roses. Why would you bring that up? I'm just curious. Oh. I don't know any. I don't know the controversy. <laughs> uh, so on the GNR Lies, which is the next one, um, Axel put in a homophobic slur and a racial slur in a song. And in, I guess they said at the time, the, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this was literally in a textbook I had in college. And I was in a class and I'm like, man, I can't really talk about this. It's bad. Yeah. 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 It was suspect even at the time. The probably. song it, itself yeah. has a really good vibe. I like the song. It's just the two words that he chose to use were bad uh, choice. I don't, I don't know. There's, nah. <laughs> the, everything surrounding the words is pretty bad, too. <laughs> He, he uses the N-word yes. as a racial slur, and then he uses the F-word as a homophobic slur. Got it. Yeah. 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 I, can, uh, I can say a verse. It'll make it sound much worse, and then nobody will listen to Guns N' Roses ever again. <laughs> They're going to believe the podcast over the actual album? Yeah, this is the album. Here's you want to hear the words? Know. They don't play it live anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. I don't... I don't know how this well the verse two. Yeah, all right, Paul, two. all right. Say your verse, Paul. I won't say the bad word. Okay. It says immigrants and f word. Okay. They make no sense to me. They come to our country and think they'll do as they please, like start some mini Iran or spread some fucking disease. Whoa. <laughs> Doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah. I don't think those those are pretty controversial lyrics. I feel like even in the eighties. They speak so many goddamn ways, it's all Greek to me. That's how it ends. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that was against their language. I mean, that's... Whoa. This is a wow, different Pat, album. How, Why are we talking you, about this? <laughs> there's a re- I guess there's a reason Pat had me review that one, right? And not, uh, not the album you're referring to, Paul. Yeah, probably. But it's not on the remastered edition. They cut it out. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, see what... See what your guys' thoughts were. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. What do you guys think about humpback chubs? Humpback chubs. Elaborate more. It's a fish. Oh, I found out silverfish is not a fish. Silverfish is that bug. Yeah. Yeah, I hate them. I've never seen yeah. one. Yeah, you've never seen one. They, they used to be in. They used to be in our dorm. Fresh. They're like mini cockroaches. What? I've I've had them in my apartment before in Ooh. in the city. I've not. When I first moved there, when we were doing construction, there was a ton of them. I've only seen one in the past, like uh, since I've been living there since January. I've only seen one. Yeah, but when yeah, I first, they're everywhere. They're Did disgusting. They don't. I don't think they bite. Oh, then why be afraid of them? Because they look disgusting. Right, I'm looking at this humpback chub here, Steed. Um, yeah. And it's got like a weird forehead. Yes, it does. Um, it is okay. an endangered uh, species of fish in the okay. Colorado River. Okay. And there's a minor league baseball team around that area called the Grand Junction Rockies. And there was a fan petition to change their name to the Grand Junction Chubs. Okay. Love well, it. we need to get in. We need to get in touch with them. Well. <laughs> The fans were all for it, and everybody was tweeting at him, calling him the GJ Chubbs, the Grand Junction Chubbs, and then uh, Grand Junction Rockies tweeted out, 
blah, blah, blah. They're not considering changing their name, and they never have. Uh, they're owned by the Colorado Rockies. So, yeah. Suggesting we would be called the GJ Chubbs is offensive and a slang sexual term for erection. <laughs> it can mean a lot of things. I mean, one of them could be that, but also it could not. Also, it's an endangered fish um, held deep in the hearts of the people of the Colorado River region. So I'm just wondering, like, do they hate endangered? Do they care hate, like, just animals in general or endangered species or any of that? Like, this team probably hates, like, puppies and elephants. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. they for sure just hate just everything. Like, I would, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to announce it here. I'm officially boycotting the Colorado Rocky minor league bullshit team. <laughs> yeah, boycotting them? Yep. That's fair. The Grand Junction Rockies are canceled. Oh, wow. Now we're canceling shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Whole season. I'm never going to a game until they change their Whole name. Whole franchise. Done. What, uh, I think that's fair. What teams do you think should be called the Chubs? What pro team? I think the Chicago Chubs instead of the Cubs would be good. And it's easy because all you have to do is add a letter. Yeah, and, and that's our Twitter uh, cover photo, actually. So I think that, that is it, it's very easy to do, clearly. Who made that? Uh, I just found that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just found that online. So I wanted to talk about, uh, we got one DM that we didn't respond to before. Really? Yeah, and it said, I have no question. I just like the that's enough Whole Foods. Want you to know. And that's from Chubstep Kelsey. Kelsey, okay. Chubstep Kelsey, so she'd want more. That's enough Whole Foods. We'll make sure we got it next week. Okay. Cool. Um, Gotta get some Whole Foods in there. I'm going to save the Jeff Goldblum review for next week because we've already used a lot of time here. And it's actually going to be a Jeff Goldblum slash Brendan Fraser. They were in the same show. Not together at the same time, but they were both in the same show that I've never reviewed. That would have been wild. It would have been wild if it was at the same time, but no. Uh, No erection. Nope. 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 Okay, so sometimes it happens when you just get excited. That's true. Nothing sexual. Yes. Um, sometimes it happens when you are, yeah, not wanting it. Yeah. So you're right. It could have happened. That's but the good best when it happens when you're not wanting it. <laughs> I've probably talked about this on the show before, but we're just going to do a quick uh, story with that. So there was a guy uh, in high school. Steve, I'm sure you know the story. I was in the class when this happened, but they were doing a presentation for a life like showing how a lifeguard uses the wooden board that floats. And okay. so this is a swim unit in class. So everybody's in swimsuits and in high school. And Chubstep Aaron was on this the wooden board with his head locked into the thing with a female teacher, like, demonstrating <laughs> the class. Like, oh, this is how you lock in the head. And he got an erection <laughs> at that time with the whole class watching. <laughs> I was in the class. I definitely I, – <laughs> like, Oh, no. It was a – it was a bad, very bad timing. Very <laughs> bad timing. You know, high school boys, it's not, yeah, anything can happen, especially when you got, like, a teacher, like, putting their hands on you. Like, it could be, <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster, but. Oh, my goodness. That's bad. Good. That's, That's not hilarious. Good. All right, let's hear your Fit Kids updates, dude. Uh, I don't even know if I want to talk about it now, but, uh, okay, yeah, Fit Kids update. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is uh, good news for your Fit Kids, uh, whatever. Young and yoked. Instagram. Manifesto that you're trying to push. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Young and yoked. So yeah. So Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, is working with Under Armour and he makes like 
fitness clothing. So he makes like shoes and backpacks and hoodies and bags and stuff. Yeah. Um, and whenever he like puts them out there, they like sell out like crazy. So he tweeted that he's making some shoes and he's like, I'm making these shoes. And then somebody tweeted back at him. I don't know who messaged him what. I didn't read that, but he replied to somebody. Yup, my next collection drop in September will have a complete kids line for boys and girls. Hashtag Iron Will Collection. Hashtag Iron Will Collection. That is, you're right, that is big news in Young and Yoked. I guess that makes get- sense. Kids are probably super into The Rock right now with all the movies that he's making, right? Yeah, and well... All his other stuff sells out like super fast, and now he's gonna have he's personally designing kids, fit kids, young and yoked kids clothing. Those kids are gonna be jacked. <laughs> That's true. What if kids start getting tattoos, like tribal tattoos on their arms because of him? I I mean, I think if they grow though, like the ink doesn't grow. That's a good point. So it'd be like stretched out. It'd be like 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 a lot of bunch of lines in between. Yeah, it would not look good. Would not look good. So he's got to be careful what he's promoting, what he's not. Yeah, I think right now it's just it's just yoked kids, but it's a fine line between tattoos. I agree. I agree. Full body tattoos, also. So we had a uh, thank you for the young and yoked update, Steve. Oh, you're welcome. So uh, we had a um, email from Smacko, but I think I want to save it till we have a little more time to give him a full response. Sure. Yeah. So people continue to email shows, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram if you're not already, which I know a lot of you are not already. So do it. Otherwise, uh, Pat will be pissed. I won't, but you should. (laughs) Uh, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And then uh, rate the show on iTunes. We'll read whatever review you write in. And then uh, you can also DM, DM us on Instagram, all that good stuff. New episodes every Thursday and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.